0: lucky today. We're starting the Employees Only podcast presented by mokays and our first guest is none other than a true legend, Cabana Bob Johnson, a true Long Beach legend in every sense of the word. He's a great friend to me. He's a great friend to mokays Just an overall great guy. Uh, I, I'm ashamed to admit how many hours I've spent in Cabana. You too, Ruby, I think. Great. And um, we just want to hear about his history, his past, his career, and what goes into running Cabana in Long Beach, one of the greatest most fun places you will ever attend in your life. So to start, thanks, thanks for being here, Bob.
1: <laughs> so
0: um how did um ha- how did the Cabana deal go way back when 15 years ago? How did the, how did it come the RV, well, well, Yeah, had you had the opportunity, opportunity to open right. up.
1: Well, if uh, people who know Long Beach over the years, the Cabana before it was the Cabana, it was a restaurant called Baja mm-hmm. um, and that it was really what well, we are plus Speakeasy's bar area. Oh, okay. So um, I really, I never had aspirations to be a bar owner or a restaurant owner at all. Really? But my wife reminds me that when we did ever talk about anything like that, I would say, well, if there's one spot, a spot that I love that I never think about, it's at this place ever somehow. Yeah came available. Uh, Turns out that, you know, this restaurant Baja was two storefronts owned by two different landlords. And for whatever reason, the owner of Baja scaled down to just one side and the cabana, the restaurant dining room and bar area that is now was vacant. Hmm. Um, We were approached by some friends of ours about whether or not we were interested in opening it up uh and these were a couple of former managers of the Baja restaurant Mm -hmm. honestly when we opened it was my wife's uh ambition and idea to do this with friends I had very little to do with the cabana when it first opened really I was on the New York City Fire Department Tracy my wife was doing pharmaceuticals Mm -hmm. we had two young girls and I said well like I I've mentioned I love the location. If this is something you want to do, let's go for it. So that's how we started. And that was two thousand and five. And at the time, Baja was still right next door to us, what, what is now speaking. To. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: he had his Mexican American menu. We opened with an American pub style menu when we our first summer that we opened in oh five. Mm-hmm. About a y- year later, he went out of business completely. And the day he went out of business, we switched to the Mexican American menu. Um, you know, we got the tailor machines for the Frozen's, the frozen margarita recipe. A lot of the old Baja employees came over and worked for us. And again, still that first year, I was uh, really a behind the scenes guy. My wife was um, on the floor working with her friends. Mm-hmm. And I'd come and go. I was, as Tim would probably guess, I was into the music from the beginning. Oh, yeah. I was pushing our partners and my wife to start booking bands and start working on mm-hmm. live music, which is what I love. Yeah. so I met some resistance uh, understandably from that about, you know as far as cost of having a band, yeah, yeah. having band space mm-hmm. uh, and what we were looking for. But you know, we started with uh, two and three piece bands. And then over the years, you know, we got the okay to make the parking lot uh, seating available. We moved music outside and things took off. Tracy and I have been on our own without a partner since about 2008. And, you know, still my focus as an owner is to make sure that everyone that shows up there remembers, you know, they had a good time, they listened to great music. Mm-hmm. Uh, a philosophy I have for Long Beach is if you give them a stiff drink and a big plate, they'll forgive almost everything
0: else. <laughs> that is Speaking of stiff drinks and big drinks, um, just so everyone knows, <laughs> obviously because of the pandemic, Cabana, Mulcahy's, all the bars are closed, Bob is doing to-go courts of frozen yes, margaritas, yeah. frozen Miami vices. Uh, I didn't have an eye-opener this morning, but Ruby made us our own eye-openers. Go yeah, visit. Ruby. Go visit tried, Cabana. But get but a hope, uh, Margaritas. <laughs> They're excellent.
1: Yeah. Right now we're in the West End of Long Beach, and we are open Thursday through Sunday, and of course Taco Tuesdays. Of course. They sell um, taco
0: kits on Tuesdays. Call yeah, them up. Yeah,
1: we, we have a great deal on to goes. We have a party pack for the weekend. We do the Taco Survival a Survivor Kit on Tuesdays and we'll yeah, put we the number and the links hour.
0: everything in this bio yeah, yeah. somewhere we'll put all the socials and the number it you know it's funny when you talk about opening up because usually the husband wants to open a bar and the wife's like <laughs> "Nah, you know you just want to go and hang out drink and blah, blah blah." so it's funny that tracy was the one that pushed yeah.
1: you yeah like <laughs> i said like our original partners were the former managers of baja and mm-hmm. it was tracy tracy's friend and yeah. Uh, that approached us, and I said, let's go for it. I was a bartender, yeah. you know, my whole life. I tended a bar in Rockaway, at Connolly's and a bunch of other places. Yeah. Uh, the the beach house in, in Rockaway and stuff. And with a, a New York City fireman schedule, you have the time to work. The bar uh, yeah. A late night, a couple of days a week. So it worked out good. Yeah. Um, but it was not my idea. I did not come up with the idea to open the Cabana.
0: Did you ever own or manage any bars before Cabana?
1: What? No, just bartender. just bartender. I was just a bartender. Um I I have a tough time saying no to uh making money and having fun at the same time. Yeah, don't we all. Yeah. Well. <laughs>
0: well, if you could do both successfully, then I mean, more power to yeah. you and that's the best. And you've been in business 15 years. That's yeah. amazing. Most bars I, I I think most bars close within 3 years, so.
1: Yeah, I think. it switches over a lot and you know, the West End is very uh seasonal town as we know we rock it yeah. um you know we kill it from uh, memorial day to labor day we got a couple of big days in between like irish day and Cinco de mayo yeah. but um you know it's a it's a tough off season you know it's yeah. becoming more of a, a town where you know people aren't around as much in the winter you know so it's funny when this just started with we hadn't been delivering it up until Six months ago, we just started working on a delivery to go business, and this pandemic hit. And now, thank God, we you know had a little yeah. bit of experience going into where we are right now. Yeah.
0: So that's an interesting story. I, I was surprised by that. So it sounds like it really came down to location, 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 like that's Pizza it. said. So.
1: Yeah, and it's, also, it's I feel like really the, strange occurrences.
2: I feel like you do well in the off season as well. You know, you're definitely a, a West End locals favorite. I know that we're there year-round and you guys do an awesome yeah. job in the off season, you know, as seasonal as it is. Do you think there's any trick yeah. to that to get in the to get in the locals in?
1: Well, my thing is, I mean, I, I really uh gotta stress knowing your neighborhood, you know, hiring mm-hmm. local people, mm-hmm. finding out what The town, your town that surrounds you is interested in. And, and, you know, remembering the people in January, remembering the people, you know, that are there all winter when you need them, when Mm -hmm. you see them in July and there's a wait, you know, make sure you drink up conversations so you can get them a drink at the bar. Make sure their reservation gets taken care of because, in my opinion, too many people just, you know, think we're going to. You know, crush it during the winter. And, you know, they don't, you got to get to know your customers and the people who live around you. They're the ones that are going to get you through February and March. So,
0: that's definitely true to everyone listening. Bob takes care of us all year round. And like Ruby said, like there's certain bars you don't go to after Labor Day, but Cabana seems to be one that the locals and everyone goes to all year round. It's funny, it's one of the smaller bars. But yeah. it seems to be like one one of the locations or bars that's like the real pillar of the West End community.
1: Probably yeah, it in I a mean, while, but you wanna speak on that a little bit? Well, you know, we expand our our, you know, outside seating. Uh oh, it says Lost Connect I I'm, I'm not connected. Good? Yeah. Um we expand you know, the outside seating those months, you know, you you have to create a nest egg to get you through the winter. Days like Irish Day are um, so important to the West End just so you can pre- prepare for the slower months and be able to keep people employed. Yeah. You don't want to go every winter and have to, you know, at the end of the winter have to look for new employees. Mm-hmm. Those people worked their butts off for you all summer. You have to take care of them when it's slower. And, you know, days like Irish Day and, and, and things like that give you a little nest egg to get you through the winter months. Uh, sure. You know, it's hard this year we closed mondays and wednesdays after thanksgiving and i was still able to get enough hours for my core you know kitchen employees and and people that count on that money all year round i was able to keep them employed all year and also cut some of my costs you know sure so so
0: so, yeah um like you like i said you've been in business like 15 years this could be a tough one but what do you think is your most proud moment as an owner of Cabana and Long Beach?
1: Well, I, I think we're about to surpass it, but our 10 year anniversary party, I think that was Timmy when you first moved into Long Beach, I think, yeah. you know, just yeah. having known that we would made it 10 years um, yeah. was, you know, a huge moment and now being able to watch my daughter's work there and basically start the transition to them running the show in the near future I hope. Yeah. Uh, that, it's real you know it makes me real proud to think we've been there that long and that you know your little kids who used to carry in in their car seat are now the ones that are working the floor you know. It's, yeah, it's a really nice funny. thing. It's-
2: are they excited you know, to do that, Bob, your daughters? Are they ready to uh, to take the reins? Is that what they want? Well, uh, you can't
1: force anything on My older daughter, Caroline, <laughs> is really involved now. Um, a... My younger daughter is uh, still, you know, a little young to get more involved in the managerial, but... Uh, they're both keen to be involved, for sure. So Don't teach them too
0: much, Bob. They'll throw you out one day or
2: something. <laughs> do you say that. <laughs> He'll come back, they will change the
0: keys or something. You never know.
1: Hey, as, long as, as long as I get a drink at the bar, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? but, it's you funny know.
0: when you talk about the opening or the 10-year party. I remember I moved to Long Beach like that week or like right around there. And I lived right on Georgia Avenue right up the block, and it was a 10-year party. And it was just so yeah. awesome you could tell how proud you guys all were. And yeah, that's a huge accomplishment. You know, yeah, fast forward well, five years ago.
1: There's um, you know, Irish day is a big every year, like i mentioned, but there's a drone shot on the restaurant that I have hanging up from an Irish day. And just looking at the crowd, you know, definitely makes you feel proud and, and sure. a sense of accomplishment that, you know, yeah. you were able to last this long. So yeah. it's a lot of it for me is the fun. You know, yeah. people ask me all the time, I grew up in Rockaway Beach. Oh, you gotta open a cabana in Rockaway. Oh, mm-hmm. We love to go to Puerto Rico. Oh, a cabana in Rincon, Puerto Rico would be great. I got my one headache and my, my <laughs> one love in Long Beach. And I'm real happy with that. You yeah. know, I, I'm i a retired fireman. I have, you know, uh, you know I, I have a pension coming in. This is what I do to keep busy, to have fun, to meet people, yeah. to create employment. Um, and you know, uh, it's not, I, I fear my great fear is being bored. And yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to be bored as long as I have this place.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. It, it's funny. You said about a bar in like Rincon or something. My dad always said like, he can't ever imagine opening a place that you can't drive by every day. or exactly. see. Like you don't know who's yeah.
1: stealing. You don't know what's going exactly. on when you're
0: in New York and in the bars in Puerto Rico.
1: Yeah, uh, cameras can only get you so far. But if you're not hands on, as you know, Tim, if you're not hands on, like when I go to Mulcahy's, um, you'll meet me at the door, no matter even though you know you, you're talking ten times the population, uh, you know. Yeah. But you make sure you meet me or or a friend of mine that I might send there, and that's what local people want out of their local. Establishment, you know, they want to say, "I know that guy; he'll take care of me." Um, And people who aren't hands-on—if you come to a town like Long Beach, and I'm sure Wanton is the same—and you have a Manhattan attitude, and you start measuring your drinks or getting top price on everything, the town will eat you up. Yeah, especially Long Beach. Yeah, Yeah, you know. So, you know, I grew up bartending in in a real small local place and I learned a lot from the person I work for and that's what you know resonates in my mind that's what keeps Who, me uh who'd you work up. for what, what? The, the bar is Connelly's it's on 95th street in Rockaway and he's only open from Memorial Day to Labor Day. it's a basement bar I don't know if you've ever been there no no I like to it's visit. a great little spot we'll have to shoot over when all the sure. happens
0: Who is so, the so. owner there
1: Uh, A guy by the name of Jeff Aquilante. He's still the owner. You know, he's got some people who run the place for him now. But he lives upstairs. You know, I always say I was the richest kid in Rockaway growing up because I I lifeguarded six days a week. I got off the beach, took a shower, and I went and jumped behind the bar. That's perfect. I went away to college with full pockets. Probably a lot of cash, right? Yeah. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah. Not like now. right? yeah. yeah. Now it's all card. Yeah, it's all, all, all credit
0: card. No fun. Um, real quick, did you bartend it all up in Cortland? Because I, I imagine Cortland would be. No, a fun I was bartender. a rugby
1: player. Rugby players were lucky if they were allowed in the bar. No, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah. I have a feeling you got in though, every
1: now and then. Yeah, we got in. Um, I actually lived at an apartment above a bar called the Dark Horse in, in Cortland when I was there, which was uh 84 to 89 you know the five-year plan but um <laughs> no i worked my butt off all summer i went up to college and uh i wasn't looking to work up there you know? yeah yeah so gonna, yeah. You know, yeah get my classes and play rugby that's what i went to school for
0: For yeah. sure so you've been around obviously as we said um what piece of advice would you give an aspiring bar owner or a young person who's thinking about opening up a place nowadays say well, post-pandemic
1: you mean in in a small town like Long Beach? Small
0: town in Long Beach or anywhere. Like, what if you could give one piece of advice from your experience? Like, what do you think that would be? The
1: most, the, the most important thing to me is knowing your customers. Knowing, you know, I'm not great with names, but I remember faces. And you know, be be a hands-on, walk table to table, talk to people, find out what went wrong with their experience, find out what was great about it um, and, you know, be, be able to take criticism yeah, and, and be able to, you know, change things that you're doing wrong. You know, we've all made mistakes. I've made a million. And if you let it get to you, like, Oh, you know, and don't learn from what they're saying, then, you know, you're in charge of your own fate, you know, yeah. and you not, don't look to make money to opt you know, optimize or maximize profits every single day. There's times, you know, Tim, where we have bands mm-hmm. that we probably took a hit on the night, yeah. but the majority of customers left saying that was a great time. Yeah, I great was having plan. a good time there. Mm-hmm. And that's what gets you through the other, you know the rest of the year. And when people are going out saying, where are we going to go? Well, you know, They're going to go to the guy that donates to local charities. They're going to go to the guy that... Um, hires people from the neighborhood, yeah. um, and they, they'll they see right through you if you're in it to make a quick buck. For sure. You know? Yeah. I had people, I was upset um, when the pandemic started. We had a, a good Sunday crowd before the shutdown mm-hmm. right around St. Patrick's Day, yeah. and, you know, people right on Facebook saw the crowd, and no one knew, you know, the extent of what we're living through right now, but exactly. That guy's out just to make one last buck before this happens. Yeah, don't they like. don't know you. Yeah. If you don't know if you know anything about me, you know that's not the case. You know? yeah. And I have to say, it was
0: it was a great Sunday. I was there. And was, <laughs> <laughs> we had the two Irish kids, and thank God that was the last time we were allowed out because it seems like 10 years yeah. ago by now.
1: Yeah, well, that picture ended up on Facebook. And, yeah. it's great, you right? know, i am also resolved to know that not everybody's going to like you. Yeah. You know, like... 80% of people are going to love the music and you're going to have that group that, you know, moved into a commercial area and then is upset about, you know, decisions exactly. they made, you know, and they're going to blame me or you yeah. or, or a restaurant owner. or. They said know. it's like when
0: people get a good deal on a house by an airport, then complain about the plane yeah. noise.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. So- exactly. That yep. is. how do you think uh or like when did your big huge love of music start like did you ever were you ever in bands like how did this no, all I get have no musical
1: talent whatsoever <laughs> uh, i have two instruments i do play and that is the uh the tambourine and the kazoo That's, I, think, <laughs> I think you guys i started going to concerts let me mm-hmm. tell you one thing that was a big influence on me as far as music was uh You know, I mentioned I was a rugby player, but I was the president of the Rockaway Rugby Men's Club for 20 years. And we needed to generate money to survive as a club. We play down at Fort Tilden in in Gateway National Park. But the fees, the league fees, the referee fees, the insurance fees, we, my friend Kermit Egan and uh, John McCann, a few other guys from Rockaway Rugby Club, we as you know, we had space, we, we had a field, we started throwing parties. And always been in tune with the local music scene. And, you know, learn. I learned how to throw a big party when I was about 18 years old, you know, mm-hmm. with a lot of mistakes, you know, usually not enough security. Plenty of times as I remember parties where we ran out of beer, but I, I gained the experience because my love of rugby made me do whatever I could to have the club survive, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's another small town, very similar to Long Beach, uh, you know. So, I always had that in the back of my mind when, when we opened the cabana. and was like, on Irish Day, people would say, Why, why are you going to pay a band like, just an example, Shalali well, Low when you're going to be crowded anyway?
0: Yeah,
1: that's not the case. The yeah. case is, people are going to choose where they're going to go on a big day. Mm-hmm and they're gonna to go to a place that provides them with the, the
2: biggest opportunity to have a good time. Yeah, best yeah. And Bob, on that yeah. uh, on that subject of live music, I heard a story that you're credited with bringing uh, the legendary jar sticks to the West End. Can you uh, talk <laughs> about that story? Is that how this goes? Yeah, a lot works? of people take credit for
0: Jostics. Like, I know <laughs> you're a
2: big supporter of live music, and you know, there's a couple on the roster at Cabana that we all love to see. But yeah, that of is, course, with Ja being story. a staple,
1: <laughs> that is a true story. And uh, you've obviously got an where, eye for it. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're as good as Ja, it's not, you know, it's not brain surgery. But I was in Penn Station waiting for. The train to Long Beach, and I heard some reggae music over towards uh, the one and nine, and I ventured over there, and you know, just I ended up letting a, tr- a train go by and got myself another brown bag, and I, you know, I listened to them for about an hour, amazed. I remember waking my wife up when I came home, and she's like, uh, "Someone in the train station." All right, honey, tell me about it tomorrow. Go to bed. <laughs> Um, Long story short, it took me a long time to get in touch with him. Uh, I grabbed this card that night, but lost it, of course. But when I did, I reached out to him, and that was over 10 years ago, I'd say now that Johnson's been coming out playing.
0: Wow. You know, the first
1: time he walked in the door, he had the entire restaurant on their feet, um, you know, singing along with him. And now he's, you know, he's doing great. Going down to Rincon, he's playing in Rockville Center and, you know, all over the place, Manhattan. Uh, he's just a tremendous talent. So I can't say that, uh, you know, um, I all, all I can say is I, I got him to come to Long Beach because wherever a, he had Hell of Beach, a
2: combination. Just yeah. X, Long Beach, you know. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, now, take credit. I mean, every place in Long
0: Island, every like job. I, I think I, he told me one time in the summer he did six gigs in one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm surprised he had a voice the next day. He he, he did like three bars, two weddings, uh, engagement yeah. parties, so yeah, you're but like a, you're it's his really agent. amazing
1: the the amount of talent that's around here, you know. Yeah. Like, it's like Ken and Tonic right now, right. the noisy neighbors, yeah. um Dave Kellen I mean Dave Kellen ended up on James Taylor's Instagram a couple of weeks ago. I mean, there's so much talent. Yeah, Bob, that... you,
0: you you are like boots to the ground. You get the best young talent. Like you you always find them first. The two Irish kids, what are their names? Those kids are awesome.
1: They called two degrees. Yeah, they're great. Well, people ask me about that, how do you find this or that? I say I listen to people. Yeah. When someone comes in and raves about a band or something new that's going on. I listen. Mm-hmm. And you can go on social media, on YouTube, or onto that yeah. musician's site and hear them, and you know that if it's a fit for your, your place, your establishment. Uh, I also have so many music friends like Danny McCarthy from Shillelagh, Lois Shamus yeah. Keane from Arrowbacks. where if he's calling me or texting me and saying, hey, this guy is good, I believe him. Yeah. I'm going to listen. Two degrees. I got a call from Sheamus. He said, "Bobby, you got you got to love these guys." Mm-hmm. I didn't think twice. I said, "Tell me when they're available." For sure. You know, I'll, I'm gonna take your word for it. You're you're a, a, a professional, excelling in your own field. If you're giving me a bit of advice, I'm gonna listen to you. And listen to everyone knows I'm a deadhead. Yeah. If uh, you know Adam Schneider from uh, Long Beach Live Music, he tells me about a band, I go and I get him, yeah. you know, and as far as negotiating, I'll give any band the opportunity we, you know, we charge this amount of money, okay, great, I'll give it to you, if it's worth it for me and worth it for you, we'll do it again, Yeah. you know, I don't get into nickel and diamond people, I don't get into um, you know, like uh, not taking a shot over a couple hundred dollars. We'll yeah. give it a shot. If it didn't work out, hey, you know what, yeah. this might be too small a place for you, or well, whatever the reason. Yeah. But listen to what the people coming up to you have to say, you know? Exactly. And that, mean, that's it doesn't another, work every time, but usually it works. Yeah,
0: that's another testament to you being there, you being in the community. Like, it's not just for work, and it's not just for fun or whatever it is. Like, yeah, you learn things being in the streets, and like, like even here at Mulcahy, he's like, I'll find bands via you, and thank you. Like you're always generous. Yeah, like, like give him a call, give them a shot. You know, you're never like, no, they're mine. Or like, I'll go out to Rockville Center and find no, a band. That like, like that. You, Yeah. I think you really have to be in the community, and you have to like go out basically and see these things. You can't right. just. And don't forget the
1: that these, don't forget that these musicians have to make a living too. So when yeah. someone says like. I, my musicians, I don't want to play in other local people. You're not thinking about the guy that's entertaining a crowd and, and what he needs to survive and yeah. and, and make money. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not a you, if you play the cabana, you can't play here type person. Yeah, sure. I understand people who are like that and that's their decision but I firmly believe people enjoy playing the cabana because oh, yeah. it's a laid back atmosphere. I'm not mm-hmm. putting any pressure on them. No. And, you know that's you know, that's what it's all about.
0: It's like back to Jostics again. He'll be like, yeah, I'm playing from 10 to 12 a.m. And then it's 2.30 well, in the I, morning I, and he's still jamming out. And he, he's still I call him
1: Pied Piper because he plays at 10 o'clock um, on Saturdays for me. Mm-hmm. And wherever he is before, he plays a lot of local places. He plays yeah. beach house at other places. But when he leaves, he's heading to me and he's got people following. Him. I, walked so- the, <laughs> I, I walked
0: on the street with him one time. It took us an hour and a half to get... A block and a half. Everyone's stopping him. Ja, ja, ja. It's like.
1: But that's a tribute to his personality as well as music, you know? I mean, you're never going to meet a more personable, loving, uh, all-around great guy on top of the music, you know? I mean, he's he's part of the Shout out to Ja, by the way. Ja, wherever you are, we love you. Wherever you are, Ja, we love you. We We miss you. We know you're not far. (laughs) Yeah. We're going
0: to get you on the podcast soon, right after Bob. That'd be great. Or we could do a Bob and Ja combo one day. It's going to be awesome. Like I
1: said, I'm on the tambourine of the kazoo.
0: Yeah, I'll play the bongos <laughs> and that's about it.
1: But Tim, also a tribute to you what you're doing is a family-run business. That's yeah. what I'm working on mm-hmm. and, you know, that's what it's all about is that we're in it for the fun and the love of it as much as everything else. Yeah. You know, I mean, anyone knows Every bar on the nose that people look at you like you must be a millionaire because yeah, yeah. it's crowded a couple of days a year. And the other thing is, people passing through Long Beach remind them it's not July all year. Yeah. You come through in July, you're like wow, look at this. Mm-hmm. I always used to say every July people ask me if I'm rich, and every <laughs> January they ask me if I'm going out of business. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's just it's a game we play and. Yeah, they I forget there's bills on
0: Monday morning and Tuesday morning in February. You know, it's exactly. Not just... and
1: the most important thing is we're staying busy, we're having a good time, and and you know, living life. It's that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah. Well, I have to give you credit, Bob. I think you could speak on this more, but I think your fun-loving attitude. I I was gonna ask you what makes Cabana so comfortable and welcoming, but you've kind of been answering it this whole time,
1: like yeah. yeah you, want to expand uh, on that just a little bit back to my friend jeff acolante his you know laid-back philosophy where i grew up bartending was he wasn't big on uniform he wasn't big on um you know you know how you approach your business he he just created a laid-back environment environment where people were comfortable and you know i i just i copied that along with his uh a few of his frozen drink recipes. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> that is a good point, <laughs> Bob. That was one of uh, my notes that I scribbled down yeah. in the process of this. Was what is the secret ingredient in a in a Cabana frozen mug? Because well, I neither it's a it's a common discussion in the West End.
1: The secret ingredient. Do we want an There's <laughs> lots of tequila. A lot of tequila. I think that's what it is. Make it a stiff drink. I would speak to somebody, you know, about a recipe, and they'd say. Well, you don't need that much to kill you. Can, for another fourteen dollars, add another bottle into your mix, and <laughs> yeah. it'll happen. You know they call them crackeritas. You know, <laughs> Simple as <I> would that. <laughs> say the greatest ha- the two best cures for a hangover, are a dive in the ocean and a Cabana margarita. That, 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 that is the truth.
0: <laughs> for sure. Hopefully not both. <laughs> yeah. I've taken friends there. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, have a frozen margarita, and like, I've been. Guilty of it too, and like they're good, or like the Miami Vices, they're good. And all of a sudden, you're like one to two and a half deep, and then like you get up, you're like, yeah. whoa. It's time, time to slow it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The taste makes them deceiving.
1: Exactly. Don't be cheap in life. Don't be cheap. Give your customers appreciate them. You know, and, and they'll keep coming back. You yeah. know.
0: And you know it's funny that translate because like time on bars, like a thing. The more time you have someone in your bar for everyone out there. And the more comfortable they are, they're gonna spend money. Like I've never Absolutely. been a cabana. Like, oh my gosh, did you see the price of that? Yeah. And, and that's why you stay there for a while, and that, and you're you're gonna spend money when you're most comfortable. Like that's why Absolutely. people are home on bed on Amazon and buying stuff left and right because they're comfortable, it's easy, and they're spending money. You know.
1: Exactly. That's like, like I said. Mm-hmm. You don't have to maximize profits every day. You're out there. every single time. Create an environment where people say. That's a go to place. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And I give you credit,
0: Bob, you definitely have yeah, for, sure. For, Just
1: for sure. Likewise.
0: Yeah. One quick what funny story, been. like to talk about staying at Cabana long. I remember you were probably there. It was our buddy James's birthday and it was like February. And this was back when it used to snow in the winter. It was a couple of years ago. And it was like snowing. We were like, it's James' birthday, what are we gonna do? We're like, let's go to Cabana for like brunch. It was like 11, 10 AM, something like that. We did the brunch specials, great deal. We're all having a great time. Fast forward It's like 15 hours later and we're still there (laughs) because there's nothing to do. It's snowing outside. And the funny thing about that is the staff and you fell right into how funny it was that we were there for a while. We we sang happy birthday to James three times that day. (laughs) (laughs) The staff kept turning over, so they didn't know that the staff six hours ago did it. But that's That's just one little story of the fun you could have at Cabana and the comfortable vibes that you have created there
1: thanks Timmy. i appreciate it but that also comes with youth when you get to be <laughs> my age you can't do the 15 hour i dance, know right? yeah
0: i don't think i could do it now i think it was when i first moved there like five years ago
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so with all the fun and games besides global pandemics because i think i hope this is a one-off what do you feel what is the struggle in the bar that you didn't see that you didn't foresee when you opened? like what are some things that's like stink and that you, you, you wouldn't know unless you owned a bar that are a downside of uh, the
1: business? Well, I mean, the disappearance of cash, that's yeah. really, you know, yeah. you know, and that's why, again, I really feel for these musicians because a lot of them will play four nights a week for 150 or $200 and, and now their venues are gone. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't foresee the world changing to a plastic world the way it, it did, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, you know, I think Long Beach in itself, I didn't expect to change to where, you know, you are seeing these big houses built with, uh, you know, not a lot of parking, less parking than ever around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as the town changes, you have to change your business. So that's kind of why we started moving into delivery. Yeah. Cause when things like DoorDash and, and Uber Eats appear, people are more likely to say, let's call someplace and just stay in tonight. It's cold out, it's, it's raining or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, you got to change with the times. And also I didn't foresee the health kick. You know, I have a daughter who's a vegan and you know, we're working on doing things where there's groups of people that will go to places that have more vegan or more vegetarian options. That's
0: interesting,
1: yeah. So those are things I didn't foresee happening, you know, um, so, you know, keep your ears open, yeah, you know, yeah. and change with things as they go along, you yeah. know. I think if I you see. say, like, this is this
0: is the way we do things, like, I think, like, you'll yeah. be out of business soon.
1: Yeah, I agree. Definitely going to
0: change with the times. I think tequila's going free, though, because I'd I, I it. <laughs> you would, <not. laughs> would know. I would know. I think it is.
1: Yeah, well, thank God for tequila, right? Yeah, seriously. <laughs>
0: Alright, we have um a couple more questions. Thanks for joining us, Bob. Once again we're here with Bob Johnson at Cabana. Call them for their to go specials. They have frozen courts to go, eye openers to go, Taco Tuesday kits. They got everything you need. We'll put the uh, so uh the number in the bio here after the after we film or we'll visit them at Cabana L B N Y on Instagram and keep Bob afloat over there. As you like. And uh it's good stuff too. I mean great deals. You get a quart of uh Margaritas to go, and the beach is open, so you could grab one and go down to the beach.
1: Yeah, no so, boardwalk, but no boardwalk, but
0: sneak by right on George Avenue, right by Commander. head to the beach. Yeah,
1: 1034 West Beach Street.
0: There it is. So, we have a couple more okay. questions. If, um, if you could, Ruby, Ruby, you follow <laughs> this.
2: Well, Bob, we've been talking a lot about obviously we're in, you know, uh. Crazy time right now, um, and I feel like the only way to be hopeful is to kind of look forward to you know the eventual return, whenever that that may be. Uh, so we've just got a couple of couple of fun questions, but if you were to picture kind of like your ultimate in you know related to this time return party. Um, I think we probably could guess a couple of these, but who would be your uh, your dream headliner and opening act? We're talking the Bob Johnson Cabana return party, dead or alive. Lockdown's over. <laughs> yeah. Again, I think I've got an idea, but who would who would you line up? Any
0: artist, dead or alive. No money, they're playing for free.
2: And perhaps like oh, uh, perhaps like some talk. some VIP guests again, like three VIP. Three guests. Three
1: VIP guests, dead or alive. Three VIP guests. You're talking about um famous people too local people Any, or, anyone.
0: it could be someone you know that passed away Who, who's
2: going to be the best guest for the party you know? jesus abe lincoln
1: <laughs> anyone you are. jerry garcia hands down i you know, think yeah i'm a big grateful Dead guy but you know if, if ever i could get jerry garcia or anyone bob weir phil lesh anyone from the grateful dead to do an appearance at the cabana would be actually absolutely primo um Locally or, you know, in our realm of this world, Shillelagh Law has always been – I've known them since I was 20 and, like, the rugby parties I, I spoke of earlier, they were the ones that that helped us establish that as, you know, mm. uh, the big Rockaway St. Patrick's Day. You have know, Shillelagh Law, you, you're guaranteed the crowd. You know, they've always – they're personal friends. They're great guys. And you Another shout-out to
0: Shillelagh. We miss you guys. They're the yeah. best. If you've yeah. never seen them, go check them out there. I skipped a U two concert, by the way, for Showeley Law concert. Just really... wanna throw that out there. We had tickets to, like U two at MSG, but like I think it was like Showeley who was playing cabana. I was like,
1: I'll go to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Alright,
0: so we had the Grateful Dead is playing the parking lot, we assume, right? <laughs> who's yeah. the op- who's the opening act for the Grateful Dead?
1: <laughs> wow. It's a tough one. That's a tough call. I, I would, you know, again, I would love, I love the local bands. I would want like locals to open it. Ken and Tonic, um, also now known as Odyssey Cassette, is a local band that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Evan Kudria was just on uh, American Idol. He's excellent. Um, oh, he's, nice. he's a very good friend and mm-hmm. uh, performed that their band. Odyssey Cassette is great. Mm-hmm. Dave uh, The Dave Kellman band is phenomenal. Um, my I, though let me not forget if i had to open for the dead and uh i would love to have the bog know oh, uh, yeah. another local band that was signed by Aristotle. they're all personal friends mm-hmm. i would have to go with the bog hey
0: everyone unfortunately our audio got cut off a little bit at the end there but we hope you enjoyed our you first land. <laughs> our first episode of employees only and once again thank you to cabana bob johnson for joining us
2: Thank you so much for joining us in Employees Only, presented to you by Mulcahy's Pub and Concert Hall. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Mulcahy's Pub. The other socials aren't as important because I put most of my time and effort into the Insta.